this is the concluding part part eighteen of peregrine pickle chapter eighty one her ladyship having thus concluded her story to the entertainment of the company and the admiration of peregrine who expressed his astonishment at the variety of adventures she had undergone which was such as he thought sufficient to destroy the most hardy and robust constitution and therefore infinitely more than enough to overwhelm one of her delicate frame one of the gentlemen present roundly taxed her with want of candour in suppressing some circumstances of her life which he thought essential in the consideration of her character she reddened at this peremptory charge which had an evident effect upon the countenances of the whole audience when the accuser proceeded to explain his imputation by observing that in the course of her narration she had omitted to mention a thousand acts of uncommon charity of which he himself knew her to be guilty and that she had concealed a great many advantageous proposals of marriage which she might have accepted before she was engaged the company were agreeably undeceived by this explanation which her ladyship acknowledged in very polite terms as a compliment equally genteel and unexpected and our hero after having testified the sense he had of her complaisance and condescension in regaling him with a mark of her confidence and esteem took his leave and went home in a state of confusion and perplexity for from the circumstances of the tale he had heard he plainly perceived that her ladyship's heart was too delicate to receive such incense as he in the capacity of an admirer could at present pay because though he had in some measure abridged the empire of emilia in his own breast it was not in his power to restrain it so effectually but that it would interfere with any other sovereign whom his thoughts should adopt and unless lady could engross his whole love time and attention he foresaw that it would be impossible for him to support the passion which he might have the good fortune to inspire he was moreover deterred from declaring his love by the fate of her former admirers who seemed to have been wound up to a degree of enthusiasm that looked more like the effect of enchantment than the inspiration of human attractions an ecstasy of passion which he durst not venture to undergo he therefore resolved to combat with the impressions he had already received and if possible cultivate her friendship without soliciting her affection but before he could fix upon this determination he desired to know the footing on which he stood in her opinion and by the intelligence of crabtree obtained in the usual manner 
understood that her sentiments of him were very favourable though without the least tincture of love he would have been transported with joy had her thoughts of him been of a more tender texture though his reason was better pleased with the information he received in consequence of which he mustered up the ideas of his first passion and set them in opposition to those of this new and dangerous attachment by which means he kept the balance in equilibrio and his bosom tolerably quiet end of chapter eighty one